Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Whoa, 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 what it do? It's DJ Dial Jones, and I'm checking in. I've been jumped out the porch with Dirty Glove. Phones twerking, blender broken, shit got on my elbow, hurt. Spooking, now keep looking out the window, up my mama curtain. All right, so we got DJ Dial Jones off the porch with us today. What's up, Playboy? How you feeling, bro? Man, blessed, man, blessed, dog. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man, you know. Long time coming for this one, bro. Yes, sir. Up, right up. on time, dog. Always on time. <laughs> All right, so originally from New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. Born and raised. So what part of the city are you from? The east. But my mama from Iverville. My daddy from the nine. Okay. So really, you know, everywhere. So what was your childhood like growing up in New Orleans? Uh, interesting. It was cool, but shit, you know, my uncle, I got an uncle that's a year and a half older than me. I got an uncle that's five years older than me, you know? So, shit like that. Yeah. It was cool though. It was cool. At what age would you say you jumped off the porch? Shit, 17 when my mama kicked me out of the house. <laughs> and she gonna say she ain't kicked me out. She just told me she changed the locks and I better figure it out. So, you know. I'll burn and rubber and shit outside the house. I, I look at it now as a grown man. And, you know, I used to go out all night and not tell her where I was gone type shit, you know. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so what, when and why did you move to Dallas? Uh, I moved to Dallas in like 2011. I was a certain suggestion. I was working out there and shit. <laughs> that shit was player. So, Moved out there, linked with uh, Stunt Doja, and Doja, cousin is Lil Poop. So he linked me with Poop. 
Me and Pooh had a three-hour conversation the first time we got on the phone. Then we linked up and got in the studio, and we was locked in ever since. So were you already DJing at that point? Yeah, I was. I had, I've been DJing since like 2009. I used to throw my own parties and shit, and um, I started out in the club. That's how I started out. I started DJing in Alabama, Mobile, Alabama, and shit. I was in some of the places where motherfuckers don't even go. Pritchard, Alabama, and I think that the club probably still open. It's called Ferdinand's. It's in Pritchard. You know, if you from Mobile, you know what's going on. Cookies and cream. Fuck all that shit. Then I floated to Mississippi too, Biloxi Club Wave, all that shit, 228. You know, I started floating now. What had inspired you to start DJing at first? Um, I always liked music, but I ain't never wanted to be no rapper because it's too much responsibility. You know, I see people be, it's just too much responsibility. I wanted to be the one making the music, you feel what I'm saying? Like that side, like I had the money, but you know, you ain't got to know who I am. <laughs> Were there any DJs you looked up to? Yep. Jam Master J. Uh, what's home and name from Fresh Prince? Jazzy Jeff. Okay. Um, DJ Paul, Juicy J, Manny Fresh. Um, uh, Rod Smooth. It's a DJ in New Orleans, Rod Smooth. Um, Captain Charles. He's still DJing. He's been DJing since I probably before I was born and still killing the clubs. People like that. Yeah. Who were you listening to uh, when you first started DJing? I listen to everything. I still listen to everything. But uh, that's a good question. Shit, the same shit I listen to now. You know, I'm an I'm a old school nigga. Like, I, I tap in with the new shit because I got to. But, you know, I'm a UGK nigga. You know, 3-6 Mafia, Cash Money, No Limit. You know, shit like that. 8-Ball, MJG. Player shit, you know. When did you start being uh start creating your own mixtapes and hosting for other artists as well? Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. And um man, that shit was wild because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, and I gotta give a shout out to drama, cause I watched that um the one where he did Trap or Die when he was he had the little one turntable and he was bringing that bitch back. I watched that shit over and over. And I was like, all right, I think I could do it like that. But I ain't had none of the shit he had. I just figured it out. I was using virtual DJ. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. I learned how to DJ backwards. I DJed on my laptop first before I got my turntable. So as far as mixing and shit, I can mix like a motherfucker. Can't nobody fuck with me on that blender at all. <laughs> you pretty much got your name working with upcoming artists. Who were some of the artists you were working with back right. then? Right now? Back then. Uh, back then, shit. I was working with Gutter TV when he was rapping. Niggas don't even know he was rapping. I was working with him. Uh, Mouse on the track, uh, Lil Moop from Alabama. We did a mixtape. I had a mixtape series with the Streets Need. Uh, Perry Andre Key, I still work with Key. Uh, dang, man, so many people. I had a lot of exclusives. I do remember this. I did a tape with Music Fiend, and uh, we had the Bankroll Fresh and Rich Homie Quine song that show him how to do it. And we leaked that like four months before the, the song came out on his album. And people was trying to figure out how we got that shit. Matter of fact, I dropped the song at the uh, live mixtapes event that y'all did that, uh, about that life. I dropped it that day. 
<laughs> that was some wild shit. Damn, this light didn't go, went out. How were you linking up with these artists? Was it just through the internet, or did you know them uh, in the streets? And uh, both. Like it'll 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 be like you know how you meet somebody and then somebody see you work with somebody and they reach out to you. It just start trickling like that. And then I was working with like people from in a section. They was like street legends. You feel me? So they mixtape that I did for them, it was big. You know what I'm saying? So my name start spreading like Little Rock, Arkansas. People thought I was from Little Rock. You know what I'm saying? Little Rock, my second home. I did so many tapes with people, man. Young Freak, recipes, Young Freak. You know he, uh, him and Gutter. When I worked with them and put them on, you know, put them. Shit, man, them boys tied me in with, with Little Rock. Shit, Mississippi, uh, Texas, Tennessee. Man, I met Project Pat on some shit in a club at a, at a show. You know what I'm saying? And we vibed out for like three, four hours. And, you know, it was. I remember Rich Boy, Super Villain, Rest in Peace, Super Villain, Heartbeats, uh, Two Chains was there. You know, we was in VIP. You know what I'm saying? We was just talking, chopping it up. People was tripping out. <laughs> you know, so it'd be like more personal relationships. Like I, I, I knew Fiend for like ten years before we ever even did music. You know what I'm saying? Like on some personal shit. You know, so I don't know. Being in a club back then, it meant a lot because. You know, I was I was at so many places, you know, and I was doing my thing. You know, they gotta come high level. But now it's like I done transition, you know. So I just used all that shit for me. Yeah. What's your thoughts on the mixtape era, man? That shit dead and gone. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think it died out? Streaming took over. I mean, we was never again. I'm I'ma say me. I was never against all this getting paid. My whole goal was to promote niggas so they can get shows and get fucking paid. You know, so streaming, it just switched over. So you just gotta adjust. You gotta, you know, act accordingly. You know, I, I produce, so, you know, hell yeah, I want that streaming shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like DJs get enough uh, respect in the game today? Um, it depends on what that's a that's a that's a good question, but it depends on at what 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 you asking. Are you asking financially, or are you asking as far as what you asking? Both. Like, do they get enough props from? Do they get enough credit Certain for breaking people, these artists? Uh, and do they get looked out financially as well? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Cause I hear a lot of I heard a lot of DJs complain about shit like that. Like. You know, cash not wanting to pay them or then I heard good shit like motherfuckers getting taken care of, you know, but that's how you handle your business. I feel like if you got to get creative to get your shit done, you got to get it done. But nah, I don't feel like niggas get their credit. Why do you think that is? Um, that's a good question. Shit. I think because they don't, they don't force themselves to, you know, like say, bro, make sure you do that. It don't be enough for that. It be on some buddy, buddy shit. He gonna look out, and then when it don't happen, they be like, oh man, now you gotta. I don't know. You gotta get creative. You know, I, I'm just speaking on myself. Like, anybody leave me out of shit, we gonna have a problem. But. That's what it need to, it shouldn't have to be like that, even though it gotta be like that, but no, 
it needs to be a standard setting place because I feel like, let's see a new rapper who's been rapping for six months pop, right? For some reason, we're going to see it's out of thin air and it ain't going to never be out of thin air. We're going to see it's out of thin air. How'd it happen? How'd they get 10, 20, 15, 20 bands a show? And I'm not hating on them because I want them to get their money. But how we got to fight and scrape for, you feel me? Yeah. Nah, we we need, we need it. That shit gonna change for sure. Do you feel like most of the artists looked out for you that you worked with? Yes and no. Some of them, you know, uh, a lot of them, man, they didn't owe me nothing. I, I, you know, I was, I was helping them. A lot of people, I did their first and last mixtape. You know, a lot of cats dead, a lot of cats in jail. You know, and and shit. When I do a mixtape with you, I take it personal. I take it like it's mine. You know, so most of the times I have a personal relationship with with artists. So ain't never really been no like a nigga ran off and forgot about me because it ain't gonna be none of that. You know what I'm saying? If you know, like, it ain't it ain't never been like. I ain't never felt like that. I, I ain't never felt like ain't nobody owed me nothing. Cause I owed, I felt like I owed it to them to help get them there. The only thing I ask for them is to stay consistent at work and give me product to work with. Cause you can't give me like five songs and expect them five songs to just, the game to change. So I'ma say no, ain't nobody did nothing like that. So at what point did you start producing? Shit, I've been producing since like 2012. I started on Fruity Loops and then I fucked around and uh, got this app in like 2014 called Beatmaker 2. And I've been on that since. That's the one on your phone? Yeah, I just make beats on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking them up, you know what I'm saying? Fucking them up. I'm from the future. <laughs> so making beats on your phone right does that change the quality sound quality at all you or? tell me it's a lot of shit out that i didn't produce right now so you tell me i don't think so because everybody when they hit a beast they don't even know i make them on the phone <laughs> but they know now yeah. why do you prefer to make them on your phone it's, compared I, to i didn't master that or? shit though it's right there i could make a beat right now you feel me i could pick this bitch up if y'all had an aux little thing i could plug that bitch in and you could hear that shit and I can make it, but just like that, that's why. I can take all the sounds they got. I got all the sounds they got. It's just waves. How would you describe your uh, production style, your production sound now? <sighs> Shit, I don't know, man. Uh, that's a good question too. Shit. I be making shit on however I feel. If I'm listening to some old school shit and I'm feeling some old school shit, I might make some old school player shit. Um, if I'm feeling some trap shit, you know, trap shit easy. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas like pianos and guitars and, you know, shit like that. I don't know. I just make them how I feel. Like, I don't really have no style or no type beat type shit. I just make them how I feel. You feel me? Who were some of the first rappers to jump on your beats? First rapper to jump on my beat was, uh, I wanna say, I think Khalil Vaugh hopped on my shit first. I think Vaugh, B3, and in uh, Tokyo, rest in peace Tokyo. I think they were the first one to hop on my shit. How long you been knowing Vaugh now? I know you guys go way back. Crazy ass nigga, that's my dog, man. Uh, <laughs> I've been knowing Vaugh. Shit, almost 10 years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel like he gets enough respect in the rap game? Uh, 
see the rap game and I think so. I think so, yeah. I, man, people always be asking them to come back to rap, though. So I, I'm gonna say, yeah, for sure, because every day, though, people probably ask them to rap, though, and we be having that conversation, laughing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I used to ask them to come back to rap. Now I just tell them don't rap no more. I think he, if he won't rap, he, gonna, he gotta come back, but, mm, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, Belly too, you feel me? Why you don't need no belly too? Belly one was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I never even watched the second one. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> but nah, it's, it's a lot of people that ask about that though. Yeah. So how'd you link up with Fendi P? Fiend. Okay. Fiend. And uh, like I said, me and Fiend, I've been knowing Fiend damn near ten years, and we never did no music, but. I told him to link me with homie because I was a fan of homie and we from the same side of the city. And, you know, at that time, I ain't had no beats for him. No, I'm lying. I did have some beats for him. But we, shit, we linked up and we been locked in. That's my dog too. You know, we locked in. His album dropped by the time this, uh, this interview come out. His album be out. I think I got, I got quite a couple of joints on there. Okay. What are some of the songs you produced for him that are already out? Shit, all hundreds, want it all. I'm just saying, uh, pay up with Larry June. Um, damn, what else I did? Uh, you did one with him and Currency, right? Yeah, that ain't out yet. That'll probably be on the album. Okay. That'll be on the album. Yeah. So what's it like cooking up in the studio? With him? Man, I be cooking up in the bed. I be cooking up on the sofa. <laughs> I fuck around, play Call of Duty. I told you I'd be on, on Call of Duty with Zip. You know what I'm saying? We be talking that shit, man. I fuck around, click Call of Duty, make a beat. And then, you know, I got the shit at the house, so, you know, I can hear all the sounds at the house. But in the studio, it's cool. But to me, it depends on where I'm at. Like, you know, when I used to come to your studio and cook up, I just cook up all day. Yeah. You know, that's what I do. I hop on Call of Duty for a minute, do my little thing, and, and get on the beats and shit. Mm -hmm. I don't do too much, though. I be chilling, dog. <laughs> So you're working with Lil Bam from Alabama right now. Mm -hmm. How'd you link up with him? Man, shit, shout out to uh, DJ Bishop, ATL Top 20. And uh, shit, man, that CEO, you know what I'm saying? We 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 linked up, same thing like Lil Pooh, man. We had a long conversation, dog, and you know, they didn't have a DJ. And then me and, me and Bam, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Bam, we we, we vibe. So Bam a star, you know what I'm saying? Y'all had him on here, you know what's going on. Bam a star, like it's, it's just, I felt like all the shit that I know and all the shit that, you know, I know he got going on, I could, you know what I'm saying? I could do my do to help him do what he want to do, you feel me? Because yeah. he got some shit. He got songs that I want him to put out now that he don't want to put out. <laughs> <laughs> what are his shows like right now? Uh, before Corona, right before Corona shut down, though, we did a, a tour in Alabama, the whole Alabama. Man, that shit was crazy, bro. That shit was wild, bro. It was like sold out damn to every every little every little town, dog. Montgomery shit. You know he did something in Birmingham for sure. Man, all them little cities, man. We hit that shit. Man, them people love that dude, bro. Word for word. Junior Boss came out. Shout out to Junior Boss, my dog. Um, man, it was crazy, bro. Dude a star. For sure. We did a little run in Dallas too. Mm -hmm. He a star. We was at the mall. I, we was at the Gallo, and um, we was going to the parking lot. We was going to, uh, in the store, whatever. And somebody passed, 
And he starts saying, Julio. And that nigga looked at me all like I told you. <laughs> you also used to work with uh, Bambino Gold, too. Yeah, man. He Matter of fact, he did a, um, rest in peace, Bambino. He did a, um, he did a beat. He did, he did a song we got uh, on his Scarface. It's, mm-hmm. it's out. Uh, what it is, Adidas and Shoes, I produced that. He sent that back to me in 30 minutes. Now that's the quickest somebody ever did something on a song and sent that bitch back to me. That nigga sent that bitch back in 30 minutes. Yeah. What can you tell us about Bambino? Shit, rapping ass nigga, man. He, he, he was stubborn. Uh, I tell you this, before we dropped that Scarface, it wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna drop it, you know what I'm saying? I was telling him, you know, uh, just be a rapper for six months. Just fuck with me for six months. Be a rapper. We, you know, you know, I won't, you know, cause you, I see this when he was, you know, making a comeback with the, uh, he had the song with Scooter. He had the, um, the other song, the upgrade. I said, man, come on, you know, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Be a rapper. You feel me? So right before we got the, you know, he died, you know, so, but, uh, yeah, he was he was he was solid, but you know he just we argued too. We argued, but I was the one to tell him I'm not no yes man. I argue with everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody tell you I argue, but I ain't no yes man. I'm gonna tell you the truth, and I ain't gonna you know I ain't gonna sugarcoat that shit. But uh, you know, yeah, he before I really got to lock in with him, you know, I wasn't able to. Yeah. All right, so talk to us about your relationship with Pooh, man. Oh, that's that's my brother, man. We, shit, we had spots together, dog. You know, we, that was, I could say that was my first artist who I really worked with and locked in with to build relationships with people and and, and do the rap shit. And I remember when he stopped rapping, he pissed me off because I told him, I was like, dog, we didn't did too much. We didn't spend too much money. We didn't, we didn't, you know what I'm saying? Come on, dog, you know, let's just do it. But he told me, he already told me, Pooh was on his, his businessman shit, his Rocco shit from the beginning. He told me, he said, I ain't about to be rapping. He said, I'm about to go get an artist. He said, I'm going to do this shit. I'm going to get an artist. I'm going to manage them. And we just going to do it like that. Cool. And that shit, you know. But me and Pooh, dog, that's my, that's, that's my dog, man. That's my brother, dog. Like, his mom and my mom, we didn't, you know, she ain't been in my house, been in my mama house. I've been in his mama house. His mama make fire, fire spaghetti, and that salad is amazing, dog. She got the best salad in the world, dog. Hands down. But that's that's my dog, bro. That's my dog. How will you always remember him? Uh, Pooh was stubborn too, dog. <laughs> but he was he was a uh, he was a workaholic for sure. He he lived by that shit. I tell you that he lived by that dog. Like he was the person. That's why, as far as excuses and shit, like when people be giving me excuses on whatever they be, I be like, man, look, man. I seen homie get off work because he had a job. You feel what I'm saying? He get he get off work and we'll hit the road and go to Atlanta, drive twelve hours for two three days and come back just in time for him to go to work. Ain't no excuses. Uh, workaholic for sure, for sure. Long live Pooh, man. For sure. All right, what does Dirty Glove Bass mean to you? Family, motherfucking family. Uh, you know, y'all family. This is, this is like a, uh, man, you know, we locked in, dog. You know, this, 
I've been off the porch, Jeremy. We chilling on the porch. My name been on this bitch, and I ain't even, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even got to sign it again. My name been on this bitch. I've been stamped. All right. So what's your gamer tag? You mentioned you and Zippy on the, the Call of Duty. Yeah, man, we be, you know, he be playing that Battle Royale shit. Me, I be playing multiplayer, hardcore team, deathmatch, no, no maps. You know what I'm saying? No maps. No maps. You feel me? Like, I, I be, you know, it, the reason why I play that shit, you know what I'm saying, is, of course, it's fun. But it make you think. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you got to go off of shit and you, you know, one step the wrong way, you out of there. Man, them boys, I be playing with headphones, so you know I hear everything. Man, I hear people coming. That's why I be setting them up. You know, I be throwing shit. You know, I got them highlights on, on Instagram. That's why I be putting them bitches up there. But I got a twist too, but I ain't putting no videos up there yet. But uh, I'm put this bitch out. But um, shit, that shit fun, dog. And I be on that 2K, giving people the business. <laughs> what team you run with? Anybody. Uh, man, I really just match up. You know, I play with the Bucks, but people say I'm cheating, so I had to retire now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, outside of music, you know, what's some other businesses you got going or investments you got? I got a property management company. Uh, you know, I fuck with the real estate, I fuck with the stocks, you know. I don't call me Dow John for nothing, baby. You know what I'm saying? And shit, I just styled away. I'm probably start fucking with Toro, man, if I could, uh, if I could just, come to terms with getting a car and letting somebody drive that bitch, you know, but they paying me though. But I just do that, man, stay out the way here. All right, what else you working on? What's next for you? I got two albums dropping, two instrumental albums um, I'm doing. They should be out by the time this out. So shit, I'll be really pushing Fendi shit. I'm pushing my shit. Uh, the albums, two albums is uh, No Free Beats 2. And then I got uh, Major League Bass. That's the one I got the Ken Griffith Jr. cover. Okay. Yeah. And the other one, you know, I got the, you know, the gals in my hands, you know what I'm saying, trying to balance that shit out. But uh, yeah, man, that one gonna be on some player shit. And the other one just gonna be on some, it's gonna be on some wham bam, you know, it's gonna be all over the place, but good music, you know what I mean? It's, it's like a, People always ask me how my beat sounds. So, you know, I got some shit on Apple Music and all over right now, but I'm about to flood them with more instrumentals. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't, uh, I'm not holding on to no beats, though. I got like 2,000 beats on the phone. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to put them bitches out. Yeah. Fuck it. You got your own playlist, right? What the streets need? Oh, yeah. What the streets need playlist on Apple Music, man. You know, I update that thing every two, three days, man. I got ADHD, HD. <laughs> or whatever that shit called. <laughs> but that shit, I got, I got really, I don't know who be, you know, I don't know who tuning into that shit, cause a lot of shit that be on there, bro, that shit like two, three months later, that shit be catching. Like Fujiano, I had his shit on there, that baby mama and shit, man, I had this shit on that shit like three months before that shit dropped. <laughs> like, I'm just be knowing, man, I'm still tapped in. So I encourage DJs to, I guess, create a playlist on, you know, streaming sites so they still can show love. Cause they still, the artists still get paid from that shit. You feel me? Yeah. So, you know, that's what I'm with. Yeah. Right. Putting that music on. Are you related to Money Man? We probably from, somebody said we from the same tribe. I don't know. I say this though. Money Man, holla at me dog. I know you ain't doing shows dog, but I feel like we can make some money. You feel me? You know, I could do some walkthroughs. They ain't gonna know people been asking me earlier. 
get with me, dog. Real talk. We get, we can get some paper. You heard me? They say every person's got a twin. Yeah, they do. I seen that Kevin Hart, that Kevin Hart he showed me too. That shit wild. But I don't know. I don't think I look like homie though. I don't, you know, I this how I dress anyway. This, you know, I guess it's the Cartiers. I don't know. We got the same person we get our, our friends from. Shout out to Op I, you heard me? You know. I don't know. I take the compliment. You know, he, he a rich nigga. I'm I'm rich too. All right, any last words? Any shout outs? Shit, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Uh, shit. Shout out to everybody. You know, fuck with me, man. Phones twerking, bender broken. Shit got on my elbow, hair spooking. Now keep looking out the window. Fucked up my mama curtain. Hey, everyone. It's DJ Candy Rain here from the Carefree Black Girl Podcast. If you're a fan of music, entertainment, and black women, then be sure to check out and subscribe to the Carefree Black Girl Podcast, a show that covers all things carefree, black, and girl. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.